Welcome to the Crosstower Morning Market Color Call. It's Friday, October 29th. I'm Martin Gaspar, a research analyst. With me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Catherine Webb. Kick things off. Chad, what are you seeing in the market this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, let's see. In, in macro news and uh, kind of what's going on in terms of risk in, in the entire world, uh, equity markets closed at all-time highs yesterday. After strong moves from uh, you know both the S and P and uh, and the Nasdaq, a bit of a rebound in the Russell as there's some optimism about uh, Congress actually getting something done in uh, with respect to uh, infrastructure and domestic spending. However, after the close last night, uh, both Amazon and Apple reported earnings and uh, came up short. Apple blaming uh, issues on supply chain. Um, you know, really supply chain constraints uh, holding back some of the revenues as they couldn't meet demand. And Amazon uh, referencing both uh, some inflation problems, um, you know, their, their shipping costs were a lot higher and labor costs higher. So right now we're seeing a bit of a pullback in risk. Uh, along with that, um, the uh, interest rates are coming up a little bit and the dollar is up a little bit off, off of uh, it's, you know, we're seeing some weakness um, you know, over the last couple of days. So right now we're seeing just basically a bit of a pause and a bit of a pullback from all-time highs in equity markets. Um, but the uh, crypto markets have been really interesting over the last day or two. There have been uh, some, some kind of profit-taking that's been uh, making, uh, making people take some profits and, and selling into strength in Bitcoin. However, Ether is super strong yesterday. Uh, made a new all-time high last night. Uh, but just a few hours ago, we had a, a big options expiry. And just because some of the, the way that the mechanics of these markets work around options expiry, uh, unsurprisingly, we saw some weakness into right into that expiry number, which was at 4 a.m. Uh, New York time, 8, you know, 8 a.m. Uh, in uh, London time. Um, Bitcoin had a, a big down wick uh, in the afternoon yesterday, which was immediately covered. Uh, a lot of people are looking to that just be, uh, you know, somebody or some traders just dumping a little bit and flushing out uh, long leverage from uh, from the system. There was, was some liquidations associated with that, but the recovery was very quickly. Uh, I see that personally as, as a bullish indicator. Um, and right now we're kind of seeing the first couple hours of how this market is going to trade after this large options expiry. Uh, so if options expiry was actually something that was, was you know, holding BTC and ETH back a bit, uh, then that overhang is no longer there. Uh, and so maybe these, these markets might trade a little bit cleaner uh, you know, without, without the influence of those options anymore. Um, kind of remains to be seen, but that's what I'm gonna be really watching today is just uh, what does the trend look like, especially after the U.S. Uh, market open at, at 9.30 a.m. New York time to see if, uh, you know, if we can actually kick off this, uh, the second, second leg of the bull run that everyone's been talking about. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Turning to some crypto news, DeFi protocol Cream Finance suffered yet another hack this year after an exploit stole at least $130 million of crypto in what could be one of the largest thefts in DeFi. Cream was involved in other attacks that stole nearly $38 million in February and almost $19 million in August. 
Facebook announced yesterday it is changing its name to Meta as it shifts its focus to the metaverse and NFTs. This follows its recent announcement that it would be hiring around 10,000 employees to build out the metaverse. Facebook may mark the biggest vindication yet for digital worlds powered by NFTs, so it will be interesting to see this develop. And also the SEC will not approve the listing of leveraged Bitcoin exchange traded funds. According to a Wall Street Journal report, the U.S. markets regulator wishes to limit Bitcoin related investment vehicles to those that provide unleveraged exposure. The report emerged two days after Valkyrie Investments filed to offer a 1.25 times leveraged Bitcoin futures ETF. On the Twitter front, a lot of tweets last night about Ether breaking through all time highs. With Ethereum posting some of the highest ever fees, indicating the rise could be based on fundamentals. According to website CryptoFees.info, users have paid $82 million in fees to use Ethereum over the last 24 hours. <clears throat> so some really impressive figures there. Also, a lot of tweets about Facebook rebranding to Meta. Um, seen a lot of mixed feelings here given Facebook's track record, but also some intrigue into what they could build. And now let's pass it over to Catherine for more market developments. Thank you, Martin. Um, MicroStrategy's Q3 financial reports were published on Thursday, and they have added nearly 9,000 to its holdings in Q3. The balance sheet now holds over 114,000 BTC as of September 2021, and the firm spent a total of 3.16 billion to purchase all the Bitcoin it owns, with an average cost of nearly 28,000 per coin. CMMC Global is targeted at 300 million for its fourth crypto fund. The fund currently has 90 million in assets under management and plans to allocate a portion of the fund to DeFi and NFTs. Voyager Digital has announced a 75 million investment from Aldida Research. The partnership plans to explore NFTs and crypto derivatives, as well as work together with lawmakers on shaping regulations. Alchemy has um, is the latest company to gain unicorn status, closing a $250 million, million Series C fundraising round, which was led by Adrizos Horowitz and values the firm at $3.5 billion. Anchorage is looking to raise a, a funding round to value the company somewhere between $2 and $3 billion, according to four people familiar with the plans. And next, moving on to some mining news, Bitfarm is constructing two new production facilities in Quebec due to be completed in Q2 of next year. The plant will host 21,000 new mining machines, adding uh, 78 megawatts of total capacity. The company plans to achieve three exahashes mining power by the end of Q1 2020 and eight exahashes by the end of 2022. River Financial will enable its clients to buy Bitcoin mining machines and start mining without having to set up and maintain the computers themselves. The customers will purchase the Bitcoin mining machines and manage the mining process through a mobile app and are responsible for the electric fees as well as a hosting charge. And finally, ending on the news that FTX's CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, stated that the FTX plans to keep expanding into new jurisdictions through buying up local crypto, local crypto companies or exchanges. He used the recent example of the acquisition of Ledger X, which is now being called FTX US Derivatives. And that's all the news for, I have for you. Have a lovely day. I'll pass you back to Martin. Great. Thanks, Catherine. And we'll wrap up Market Color there. Thanks for your listeners for tuning in. Please check out Crosstower on our website, crosstower.com. And you can also find more market updates there. Thanks for listening.